Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We got a couple more suggestions of the Ghostbuster movies here. People are really interested in that one coming out in a couple weeks. Again, Ghostbusters, uh, what it was, The Next Empire? Is that what it's called? Frozen Empire, sorry. Next Empire is the Godzilla Kong New Empire, excuse me. Uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. A lot of people excited about that one, apparently. And and again, if you just missed our last segment, we're we're just talking about some of the movies coming out this year that you're so pumped up for you're actually going to go to theaters to see. And and I go to theaters quite often. Um, Look, if if there's a, a movie every single week that's worth me going to, I'll go to theaters. I almost never see a movie for the first time at home. Like, certainly not like a new release. I just try and get out to the theaters. I don't know. There's just something something about it. And probably because I have that that uh, unlimited pass that I had to pay for. I'm like, I got to get my money's worth. And, you know, that goes into it as well. I got a couple of different uh, comments before we get Oren's list. I want to follow up on him with some of the ones he found that were not on my list. And look. I had a list here of movies, and I'm going to see more than just this uh, throughout the year, but that was just the the list that I felt was probably most likely uh, for most people. And again, uh, you know, some horror movies that I left out, some some other movies that I'm interested in, but maybe other people are not. Uh, we got a list from uh, BKM. He's He's got a bunch on here, Ghostbusters, The Strangers, uh, Dune, the new Planet of the Apes. Uh, Beetlejuice is coming out. A Quiet Place is coming out. Uh, if is coming out. Civil War is coming out. Uh, and he mentioned Wicked, which I will definitely go see, uh, and Twisters as well. Uh, Mr. Fun. And I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this. It's just the title of a movie, right? Like I, I can, I can say this. Um, he said, uh, Mr. Fun said, since last year, he's been amped about the American society. Of magical Negroes is that the is that David Allen Greer is he is that him? I've seen the trailer for it. I think it's David Allen Greer. Um, I don't know if it's like necessarily led by him, 
But I think he's in that. He he's certainly in the trailer. That one looks pretty um, interesting as well. I think it's a comedy. It looks pretty funny, at least based on the trailers that I've seen. Oren, you had a list of movies that you have circled that uh, you know I didn't throw on my list of ten or twelve, or whatever I had uh, that you are interested in. So let's go through it. I- I'll tell you, I might be in line and just didn't put it on on the list because I didn't I didn't. What am I supposed to do? Have a list of forty movies? Like that's a lot of movies. I went the other day to see a movie called Land of Bad, that no one's even heard of. I really enjoyed it. It's got two of the three Hemsworth brothers, the two lesser knowns, and uh, that that's probably <laughs> Liam's pretty big big deal still. There isn't a lesser known Russell. Hemsworth. Well, trust me, there's a third who's lesser known. Um, mm, that's true. And uh, Russell Crowe's in it too, and it's just it's not that not making a, a, a Milo. Uh, Ventimiglia, however you say his name. Yeah. He's in it. I don't know. No one knows about this movie. I watched it, enjoyed it. A little wartime type movie. So uh, I see a lot of movies, more than just the, the ones that are listed uh, that I threw out towards Oren. So maybe we agree on some of these. What's the list that you have now or or some of the movies that you have found coming out this year that are to the point, Oren, where you're going to go to the theaters? All right. So here's a few that I have found, sir, on this list of movies that I will go in the theater to see. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Okay. I saw Beetlejuice, the original one, later in life and really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed Tim Burton movies. I liked that they're bringing Michael Keaton back and a lot of the original cast. Uh, Catherine O'Hare, Nona Ryder's going to be in it too, so shout out to that. But Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, that's one. Uh, Alien Romulus. I have no idea what's going to happen to that movie, but I am always sold on any movie that starts off with the title Alien and is about the aliens. Um, we mentioned Apple and the Wolverine. Um, Venom 3. I don't know. I'm trying to remember. if the, Is that coming out this year? I it's saw supposed that to be, movie. It's supposed to be later this year. Yeah, I saw that movie and didn't put it on the list. I, I didn't know if it's just because I didn't want too many movies or if I wasn't sure. I don't know. If, like I said, there's a couple of these that may not come out this there's year. There's some set photos floating around of Tom Hardy wearing the outfit that he was in in the cutscene. The the uh, the post credit scene of Spider Man's um, No Way Home, and it leads you to believe that Venom Three is going to take place immediately after the events of No Way Home. So I'm on board for that. Totally on board for that. Okay. The first two Venoms were, I mean, for what they are, like I'm not going into those movies expecting, you know, Oscar quality acting and directing and cinematography, but. Hey, Venom 2 was what, like 86 minutes long or something? Like something super short, which is a perfect length for an action movie of that ilk. So, yeah, give me Venom 3 as well. And then also um, an action movie of that ilk. You know what you're saying, right? Well, not not bad. I shouldn't say that bad. No, it was bad. Venom 2 was terrible. It wasn't. It It was bad. And you know what? There's a category on Netflix called 90-minute movies. They're almost all action, and you know what? None of them are good. Now, they're good, but they're not good. You know what I mean? Like, I would watch them, and I enjoy them, but they're not good. Like, if you have an 86-minute action film, it's because the film's not good. Well, you realize exactly what it is. Not I think, good. Let me, no, let me say this. An 86-minute action movie is a movie that originally was probably 100, maybe 100, 100, 105 minutes, and they're like, we can cut 14 minutes out this and make it better. Or make it palatable. And that's what Venom 2 is. They cut 
probably chunks out of a movie that was longer Again, to get 86 minutes, and they got a movie that was workable. this film is, is just wild. The fact that you just uh, referred to it as finding a way to make it, quote, palatable, that means it's not a good film. In Venom, 80- the original, the first one was good. I really enjoyed it. Venom, Let There Be Carnage was not good. In any case, I'm looking forward to the third one. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'll see the third one in theaters. I- I'm with you. But the expectations, I have higher expectations for Deadpool 3, I'll say and that. And then um, also, like, I am looking forward to this movie. I won't see it in the theater, but I'll make sure that when it streams, I will catch it on streaming. Like this, is, I will go out of my way to find it on streaming. Uh, the first two Sonic the Hedgehog movies, they were really good movies. And there's a third one coming out, too. So it's got Jim Carrey, it's Dr. Robotnik, and yeah, give me the third Sonic the Hedgehog movie. It's just fun to watch. I watched that with Franklin, and Franklin got a kick out of it, too. So there you go. All right. We got he didn't a, understand what was going on. It was we colorful got, uh, and loud. Bob on Twitter said Deadpool 3 and nothing else. Okay. Uh, Chris on Twitter said uh, the Ghostbusters. He already saw Dune 2. He went to it in IMAX. I, I don't get IMAX with my unlimited. I have to pay a charge. It's just not how that works. But uh, he said definitely Furiosa. Okay. And then in the maybe category is the Quiet Place sequel. Uh, they- See, you know why I'm not as interested in The Quiet Place? Because I know how all those monsters die. Like, I'm not interested in seeing the invasion when I've already seen how the, how the monsters got killed. Fair enough. I think it's a fair. He says maybe for Gladiator 2, maybe for Joker, Folly Do, and maybe for... It, or, well, all right, so we, we need to have this discussion, too. Is, is it Deadpool 3 or is it Deadpool and Wolverine? Let's get clarification. Because they keep throwing – he says Deadpool and Wolverine. I had to make sure – It's Deadpool and Wolverine. So it's not even called Deadpool 3? It's not called Deadpool 3. It's just called Deadpool and Wolverine. I mean, who's in it? It's like snakes on a plane. You know what it's about. Deadpool and Wolverine. It's Deadpool and – you know what it's about. It's about Deadpool and Wolverine. But why not just call it snakes being yelled at by Sam L. Jackson? Because that's not what it's – it's no. They're on an airplane, and they're not all – yeah, all, not all the snakes get yelled at. Are they on a plane or are they in a plane? Snakes on a plane. Are they on the plane? I mean, on in in the plane. Just I'm, just, I'm just of, saying we're nitpicking of like just calling movies who's in it. What's is the a one that reason. had um, uh, Tom Hardy as the pilot and uh, Luke Cage? Just called it plane. It's a movie about an airplane. Just call it plane, bro. <sighs> Gerard Butler, not Luke. On, not, not, I'm sorry. Now, that's an 86 movie that's darn good. I don't know oh, if that really? movie's 86 minutes, but that, you got to chock full the action. If you're going to be 86 minutes, you gotta. it's got to be – here's the thing. If you're going to be an 86-minute action movie, action has to start, like, by minute eight and just keep going. And it has to have a great title, like Plane. That movie, you knew exactly what that movie was about, about airplane. It was about an airplane. I got a text from uh, – a buddy from the bird. Uh, he, he said the reboot of the crow. They can't touch the crow. I saw well, that. Well, no, they're definitely doing it. No, they are. I just, I, the, the original crow is when they did the sequel. The sequel was horrible. Just the original crow itself was a great. It's just, I mean, it, and it has some nostalgia too because that was the last movie that Brandon Lee ever did. But oh, was it? I hadn't heard. Oh, Abe. No. If uh, he doesn't, if that doesn't happen, is that movie even, like, registered on yes. anyone's list? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. 
there are definitely movies where it's like, if this didn't happen, no one would even know about this film. You want to know why? Because he's still Brandon Lee. Now, Brandon Lee dies in the movie, but it's still Bruce Lee's kid that did this movie. So there was still a name value attached to it. Yeah, but no one talks about the movie. They just talk about that incident. I don't talk about the incident. I know what I know when it happens in the movie, but I don't talk about it. The movie itself was cool. It was a cool concept. I guess. It's fine. And, and then did, you I, had later on in Fear Big WCW fan, you saw Sting take up the moniker of the crow and yeah. running around the black and white paint. By the way, good good uh, good rinse is not the right term. Happy trails. Good rinse. Yeah, good rinse. His I'm last match is I'm not like, get him out of here. Last like, match just Happy period. trails. Congrats on the retirement. I always feel weird watching the guys wrestle that I watch. Like, I knew this dude was old when I was growing up. You know, they had flair out there last week, right? It's not good. Bumps. I, it's not good. I feel bad. I'm like, dude, you're going to shatter something. These guys, man. It's only just, a matter of time till you. Uh, they got just that juice, man. The they, can't, body. they can't stop. Just, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't like seeing Sting wrestle. It's My dad's getting knee surgery replacement, like, in a week. It's like watching my dad run. He can barely move his leg. I don't want to see Sting wrestle. It's weird. The guy, how old is he? Upper 60s? He might be right at 60 if he is. Hold is on. he that young? I mean, I, I mean, I guess. Gordon. He's 64. Wow. Yeah, oh, like, my gosh. I didn't think he was that old. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Holy cow. Like, I'm not trying to offend our good buddy, John Fricky. That's like Fricky getting in the ring. Taking bumps. 64. I don't want to see that. Well, Sting doesn't – Freaky doesn't look like Sting at that age, though, too. So If he painted his face, he might. No, still not. Hides a lot. That's all I'm saying. Still not. And then, well, Sting doesn't show off the body like Plus, he used to. Plus, we never even see the, Sting. He's a thousand shirt. feet away from up in the rafters. He does the rafter drop. I never – you never know what he looks would like. Would you He's, see Freaky? Would you, would you see Freaky falling out the rafters like that? I, I don't see Freaky getting up to the rafters. I mean, there's ladders and stairs. How many ladders do you think John Freaky's climbing up? He has ladders? a house. He does housework. Maybe one or two. But I'm sure there's a way to get them up to the rafters without them having to, like, physically exert themselves. I would worry about Freaky coming down off the rafters in a harness. Definitely I would worry about that. It'd be a dead giveaway. Like, he'd have the face paint on. Like, who is that? But you see the new balances, and you'd be like, oh, that's John Freaky. Bo Johnson's out there. We'll talk with him uh, in about 20 minutes. I'm sure he's got some thoughts on old-ass Sting wrapping up a career, finally. I want to see you a 64-year-old. old-ass Sting, really? Bro, here's Sting. Sting. Congrats on your retirement. By the way, here's your social, so your, your AARP and your... Your senior I'm discount. Sure he's on, I'm sure he's a member of AARP right now. Get here's your check. Social Security as well. Payment, first payment. I don't know. All right, when we come back, I do got to get to outside the perimeter. Got a couple of stories going on throughout the day. Today we want to discuss a little bit. Top sports stories, headlines, and topics outside of Atlanta. When we get back here on the APTL show, we go OTP on Sports Radio 929. The game and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. to know how we get to where we get to sometimes on this show and just in general discussions on the station this was a perfectly legitimate discussion we were having about films movies if you will had to mention the crow i didn't mention the crow the crow was mentioned somebody the crow was mentioned to me and then like like a fool like a fool (laughs) I, I said, oh, the crow, you got the sting face mask going on, or vice versa. And then we got into discussions about how many ladders John Fricky would climb up <laughs> to get to the rafters. If John Fricky could rope down Take from the rafters bump, like sting. But but I will be on like I, I do. It is uncomfortable watching some of these guys still try and get it done in the ring. Like to the point where like. So I know they're in shape, like for fifty-year-olds or for fifty. Like I don't, I don't want to see Goldberg wrestle. Goldberg right now is a sad sort of state of where he used to be, man. I don't want to see Sting wrestle, and it's not that they can't still do it. I'm not arguing that. To to some extent, some of them could never do it, but it's just the idea that these guys are of a certain age doing stuff that I'm just uncomfortable with. Like I watch sometimes I watch MMA fighters like towards the back end of their careers. Like Chuck and Tito fought like a couple years ago. And like Isn't it some off brand promotion too that they fought? Yeah, with? It, was, it was something. I, I watched it. It was whatever. But like Chuck Liddell hasn't been able to like bend at the knees in like a decade. Like his speech is all mucked up. He's taking too many hits. And to watch him go out there and, like, fight, it's like, bro. And we see it with boxers sometimes, too. Yeah. You're like, man, you you, you need to stop. Just They want to go out on their own terms, I guess, though, right? That's the that's the rationale well, why he, they, they keep going out He went out, out on there. the terms of his opponent is what happened. Well, that that's, like, ends that up being... happening. But, no, you want to be able to go out and 
have that moment in the sun, that moment of glory where your hand gets raised victoriously and you get to kind of say at the end of the fight, all right, I've, my last fight here, I'm ending it, and I'm going out as a, as a winner. And that's, that's, that's the hope. That's why these guys keep doing it. A couple more movies, a couple of extra suggestions. Jeremy just tweeted, uh, you know, of the movies we've talked about, sure, but he also added uh, The Bike Riders, which is going to be led by Austin Butler. It's supposed to be a big deal that kept getting pushed back. Uh, and he also said uh, The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, which looks like a film right up my alley. Uh, I've been waiting to see that one as well. I don't know how many people know about it, but – uh, I'm sure as it comes out, it'll, it'll get a little bit more uh, publicity. It's one of those never-before-told, based-on-a-true-story-mostly type of things that they overstate and play into some comedic stuff. But uh looks like it's got a good cast. looks like it's got uh, a lot of good things that I'm looking forward to. So that that's a good one from Jeremy uh, adding to the list as well. So there we go. Uh that, that's it, I guess. We'll, we'll have the rest of your remaining wrestling takes when Bo and Dylan get in here at By 6 the way, o'clock. This game, I don't know if you guys are watching on uh, ABC right now, but it's the uh, Warriors are playing the Celtics in Boston, and it's a 118 to 65 game right now. Boston is up. Yeah, they're losing by 50. The start of the fourth quarter, it's not good. too. Um, I was following it for a while. It was like 80-something to 30-something, and then it just keeps bubbling out there, and it's not good. It's uh, it's not good. Luckily for us, though, we have enough other content that that's not one of our top national sports stories, headlines, or topics. Let's go ahead and get to it and go OTP. It may be the ATL show, but it's bigger than just Atlanta. It's time to go outside the perimeter. Banning the globe. Banning the globe. On the ATL show, Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. You know, I found it really interesting when Johnny Manziel went on a podcast and made some news with a variety of different comments. He kind of thrust himself back into the spotlight a little bit, right? Like, he had been out of the way, out of sight, out of mind for a while. Then we had that documentary a couple of months ago. Was that an SEC storied? Maybe it was. No, it was a Netflix thing. Was it a Netflix thing? Yeah, it was a Netflix thing. It was a Netflix thing. thing. Netflix thing. It was the, it was the, the same people yeah. that did the Manti Teo thing so and, the, and the Florida thing. He kind of gets brought back into the realm. He kind of goes away again. And I'm not saying go away is a bad thing. It just he fades out of. And then he gets on the Club Shay Shay podcast, does a bunch of stuff, says a bunch of things. And his name gets thrust back into the headlines. And he has taken the opportunity to now take a stand that, quite honestly, I respect, I agree with, and I hope others join him. And if you haven't heard what I'm referring to, Heisman Trophy winner Johnny Manziel, who's had his own troubles, legal and personal in the past, is boycotting future Heisman ceremonies, essentially in defense of Reggie Bush, and says that he will... You'll end his boycott or whatever you want to call it, return to the stage, whatever, when they give Reggie his Heisman back. And uh, quite honestly, I hope more guys get in line with that, get involved with that. Certainly, where we stand now, 
with the state of things in the collegiate game, certainly you can all understand why Reggie, and I never felt he should have had it taken away in the first place. I I think that's a a gross overuse of power. And so we'll see where that ends up. But it'll be interesting to see if anyone else follows Johnny Manziel and his boycott of the Heisman ceremony. And uh, it's a weird spot because it's obviously a reward and an honor for those who are going to be winning. But you you, want to properly encapsulate the entire brotherhood of the Heisman. And Reggie Bush is one of those guys. So it'll be interesting to see if anyone follows in his footsteps. Uh, But Johnny Manziel using a little bit of uh, current momentum and and I don't want to say newfound fame, but, um, you know, his his Q score has gone way up and he's doing some good with it, at least from my perspective. LeBron, as we we mentioned it once earlier in the show, his 40,000th career point. And look, if he can reach that level, what's to say there can't be someone else? And the question is kind of who? Like, how do you get to the point where you're at 40,000 points? Obviously, we've got the previous all-time scorer, Kareem, was at like 38,000 and change. LeBron, the only one to get 40,000, and he's not done yet. And who knows if anyone will ever be able to get to 40,000 again. But the question for me is, if someone's going to, who would it be? It's got to be someone young. Like, Steph Curry, I think, is next in line. Durant, guys like that, they're too old. They're too old in their career to be adding another 10,000 points or whatever the numbers may be. I think Steph is closest, and he's got 15,000 more to go. The thing that's going to set LeBron apart in the scoring from everybody else is the length of time he played coupled with the fact that he never really had major injuries his entire career. He was relatively healthy. So availability for him he was started, always huge. He started a year started earlier young, than anyone yeah. else, and his longevity has remained the same. And, and I kind of came up with, like, maybe a list of two dudes. Like, if anyone's going to do it, maybe it would be these two. But obviously you're so, so far away from them having, like, ten straight years of doing it. Luka Doncic is young enough, and he's averaging 30. The last two years, he's been over 30 per game. The three years before that, he was at 27 and 28 per game. You know, maybe. But but again, you're talking about a guy that's going to have to be doing this, whatever they're doing now, like the current output, for like 12 to 15 years, almost without any drop-off. Does Luka continue to sort of – not continue, I should say – Does physical fitness become the utmost priority for him to where every year he's coming into the season in shape, ready to play? I I think people are overblowing that stuff. He was was huge a couple years ago. He played well, but he was still huge. Everyone said James Harden was huge, and then he got traded teams, and he's like, oh, I actually want to play, so let's go dominate. Like, I just – I don't think it's – I don't think it's to the level of concern that Zion is. I, I don't think it's – I agree with you. Maybe you could take it more seriously, but I don't know if it's there. The, the other one that's maybe a little bit more interesting is Ant-Man because Anthony Edwards is only 22 years old and is already averaging, you know, a, among the top seven or eight scorers in the game. 
he hasn't even peaked yet. He hasn't even gotten the best to, uh, of his game yet. And, and so Ant-Man is one to watch. But again, he's 22. Like, he's got to do this, what he's doing now, for 15 more years. The guys, and this is not a knock on Ant-Man, but it's the guys like him and like Ja, who are sort of Moran, who are just like a thousand miles per hour. Yeah. Every I, single possession. Those guys worry me because at some point. Yeah, or but another, I would say that LeBron was like that early in his career too. Attacking the rim, getting bumped, and he found a way to to kind of slow his game down as he got older. LeBron was like that. And I would say this, Anthony Edwards might already be a better shooter than LeBron was. Now, I do agree with you about Morant. Morant gets hurt. I know Anthony Edwards is technically hurt right now, but I think it's just a slight injury. You know, I do wonder if three-point shooter is probably the guy that does it. You know, Steph Curry took so long to get into the flow of things. He also played multiple seasons at the collegiate level. Like, maybe Steph Curry, like if there's a reborn Steph Curry... And what I mean by that is a guy that just leaves college after one year that is just dicing them up from three and starts to really add a, it. Because you got to average. If you average 30 a night, right, you're getting 100 points. Let's just say 25 a night. You're getting 100 points every four games into 80. Like, that. that's, what, 2,000 per year? I don't know if those numbers are anywhere close, by the way. For LeBron's career, he has averaged 27 points a game. So in 1,475 games he's played, he's averaged 38 minutes, and he's averaged 27 points. Yeah, you've got to average like 25 points for 20 seasons or 30 points for maybe 16 seasons. Like, the numbers are crazy. Real quick as we wrap up, Outside the perimeter, uh, congratulations to Caitlin Clark uh, on a couple of things. She did announce earlier this week she's going to be turning pro, heading to the WNBA. Uh, it almost, uh, almost assured of being the number one overall pick of the Indiana Fever, uh, who have already responded in kind by raising ticket prices. Smart move. And uh, congratulations today to Caitlin Clark for passing uh, Pistol Pete Maravich. She needed uh, 18 points. She ended up coming close to a triple-double. She Last I saw, she had 30-something, but a uh, big win for Iowa. They take out number two Ohio State, quite convincingly, by the way, uh, at home there. So congratulations to Caitlin Clark. All right, one segment left, and we're going to have a couple of special guests in studio to get it done coming up at six o'clock dylan matthews and Bo johnson but they're going to join me in studio next for a little pregame show a little crosstalk coming your way it is the aptl show live from the kia studios on sports radio 92.9 the game and the odyssey app now with the mlb app you can get baseball your way Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome back in. Final couple of minutes here on the Abe TL show. 
I see my man Dylan Matthews, 1T, walking into the studio here. Bo Johnson's already getting set up as well. We're going to welcome them into the program in just a moment. Still getting a lot of reaction on that movie question. It's kind of just something I floated around, was going to just have some fun with Orin, see see what was going on. But a lot of people interested in hitting the theaters up. Uh, The problem is it's like we got a whole year's worth of movies, and they've mentioned like two films to me. And uh, so we'll see. We'll see ultimately where that uh, where that falls. And I think one of them for a lot of people is Dune too. And the no, I, I'm really interested to see tomorrow when the numbers come out how much money Dune two makes on the opening weekend. I also think there's a lot of staying power for Dune two as people talk about it, as you hear and read reviews about. Is this the greatest movie ever? And, and look, this is not me saying it, uh, but I've seen reviews. There are people who maybe feel like it's going to pass Shawshank Redemption in terms of the rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I got Dylan over here trying to steal a mic that Bo was clearly set up to use. And now in shame, he's walking back across the studio. Dylan having issues with his headset, which is better than Hollywood uh, or Jersey Mike Keller, who didn't even bring a headset at first. It's a little inside joke. I'm actually really dumb because I I came over here first, and I was like, why can't I hear anything? Like, I wasn't hearing you in my ear, in my headphones. Then I went over there and set up, and then I was like, oh, you know what? Because I realized over there the program audio was set, and over here it wasn't. I had to just click over, and now I can hear what I'm supposed to hear. So I had a little bit of a brain fart. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll radio professional Dylan Home Take. Hometown Take hometown take to you, Matthews. brother. Over Sometimes here. you got to turn stuff on. Yeah, yeah you know, you know. plug it, unplug it. You know, they always say it's a stupid question until there's trial and error. someone who said, ah, it is not plugged in. You are right. And here we go. Welcome in, guys, Bo Johnson and Dylan Matthews. I got a couple of questions that I discussed throughout the show today that I want to ask you guys about. And let's start with you, Bo. You're wearing the shirt, 4070, mm-hmm. Ronald Acuna. Obviously, you guys are going to discuss it uh, to some sure extent are. during your show. I don't want you to give away too much. But we hear Alex Anthopoulos at first come out and say, yeah, they're pretty – Pretty expecting of him to be ready by opening day. And I'm feeling great. Um, And then Snit opens his mouth. And I don't feel so great anymore because Brian Snickers said, trying to remain optimistic, which is not exactly the way I would phrase it if I felt good about things. He's going to check out the uh, knee doctor, Elitrosh, on Monday. What's the, just in general, like, because I know where I'm at. What's the level of, without getting too deep into it, what's the level of panic about this for you guys? Very low for me. Um, so they already did one MRI on Friday and saw nothing. He's going to go out to L.A. and, and This and is why one. I don't like it. This is why I don't like it because. Because he's I, seen another specialist? Yeah, I yeah. want team doctors to be like, we see the issue. We're going to give him some downtime. and well, they're going to go see an expert. Maybe they don't have experts in Florida. I don't know. You know, down at the local, the county hospital over there in Sarasota or whatever. Um or maybe they don't have the best MRI equipment, but until it's until just we get local TV. Back, I'm hey, not it's the Northport knee guy. We're Why still four go? weeks away from opening day, so there's plenty of time. Remain it's, calm. It's just about and and by the way, I don't need to see him play another spring training game. Like if we start the season, no, he's and, already had spring training. Like, sh- yeah, sure. Like exactly. Dylan, are you are you in the, in line with with Bo here? Is it relatively low 
concern or, or a little more amped up? What's the meme from DDG, DDG's little cousin? Pain in my heart. The fact that this is even, in a, even a question and the fact that this is even a thing, it makes me worried because I don't want to see Ronald Cooney Jr. deal with anything. I don't want him to have to be any sort of hobbled or maybe limited. But to Bo's point, they saw nothing on the first MRI. He's going to go see a specialist again. So I think he'll be fine. But obviously, what we saw transpire with the Falcons, them having a disappointing season, what has transpired with the Hawks, I need a team that's going to win for me. You know what? I thought I was overreacting. I need a team that's going to win. This dude is overreacting. They won the World Series without him. Let's calm down. It's still a pretty darn good team. This team is so Relax. Re- all right, I'm, freaking good. I'm now closer stack. to Bo. I'm closer to Bo. I get their stack, but we cannot – we got to call a spade a spade. The fact that Ron – I know they won a World Series without him. I get it. But the fact that he's even having to deal with this, it scares me. And as a Braves fan – I'm scared. Yeah, I'm not you're overreacting. You're, you're freaking out a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. You need to calm down. You, you know, all right. I'm scared. Now, Speaking of the Braves, that is going to be – I'm going I'm to lay out my expectations for the entire team this season. Uh, did that last year. 162-0. John yeah. Freaky over here. Yeah, there we go. Not um, quite that optimistic, but, uh, yeah. A couple other things. We were talking about 92-9, the game night at the Hawks game on Wednesday, and specifically the T-shirt toss. Oh, I'm so glad you're about to ask about this. And I think the question has to be asked. Who's throwing the shirt? Yes. Let's just say everyone's yes. on the table. Every everyone at ninety now, Orrin's not going to be there, so take Orrin off the table. Stake and Sandra, unfortunately, are not going to be in attendance. Everyone else at ninety two nine is on the table. Mike Conley's going to be doing the broadcast, so he's not involved either, I believe. Everyone else is on the table. Who throws the shirt the farthest? And who has the worst toss of the whole group? If we're throwing them with hands, we're not going to be allowed to use guns. First off, I don't, think, mean, I don't, I don't think they're giving us the T-shirt cannon. Even though I know how to, from my time of working at the Braves, I do know how to work a T-shirt yeah, cannon. Yeah, it's a button. You hit it. Real I mean, there's a little, little bit of, I was say, a little bit of a They don't even don't load just, their own cannons. They have yeah, people loaded point. for you. Yeah. Cannon loaders. Yeah. They're not letting you step in front of that. The I know how to do it, though. I'm not 100% optimistic that I'm going to be used in this T-shirt tossing contest. Let, I let's all, presume I was, everyone. I was working. I didn't hear the actual, the, the Zoom meeting, but I wasn't used for anything last let's year. Let's presume everyone gets two T-shirts to toss. Who's throwing it the furthest? Let's see. Randy could probably toss a T-shirt along. I don't way. think Randy cares enough game. to try. That's yeah, I don't the thing. think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna put his. Randy's gonna have you think a he'll res- just toss it out there. I think he's just no, gonna, you know, I he, think he'll, he'll throw have throw it, but he's not gonna be trying to launch that guy. He's right, gonna have so a respectable toss. We're throwing a man's in, throw, we're right? In the want to actually, I think throw you have to. Yeah. yeah, I think you have to. Yeah. Well, now that you bring this up, because with the air resistance, three of us are gonna try to throw it far. Look, Chris Thomas is gonna try and hoss it out there. I'm gonna try and hoss it out there. Yeah, I'll try if I'm invited. I think I mentioned. By the way, I mentioned Dylan. I don't know your want to. I don't know your got to have it. But I think physically your lankiness, because it's not a football. It's a t-shirt, and they they fly differently. I think if you get the right propulsion, you could be in discussion for this. But you're not yeah. my number one. Who's your number one? Because I of think the he's competitive. That are give a damn. Yes, I think he's competitive enough to try. Mike Johnson. Okay. Nah, I don't think so. You don't think he wants to try to throw it for? I don't, don't think, think he's, he's not. Letting, I don't think he's. I think he's going to be a little bit more on the Randy side. No, I think no, no, no. I'll tell you why you're wrong. He's not letting Squid out toss him. 
There's no shot he's oh, going to let Squid. He's not going to awesome. have to try that hard to out-toss Squid. All right, so now we go to the worst throw, then. Is Squid the worst throw? That was my vote for the worst gonna... throw. It was Bo. I don't know if he'll be the worst throw, but I— Not I, Johnson, but Squid. I think he might try—I think Squid might try too hard, and that's going to mess him up. So I mentioned that. There's a, there's an art to throwing. If you overthrow, it will actually cost you distance. Yes. And it will hurt your elbow as well. Yeah. Like, throwing light objects like that is why you don't go throwing golf balls now, on a golf course. I think it's kind of dangerous. I think it was either two years ago. It may have been last year. Fricky underhanded one, just like to the nice. third row. By the way, I'm voting I'm myself like, as farthest throw. I'm voting myself. Well, I'm, we're all voting ourselves. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'll actually outthrow you, but I'm going to try. I'm going to at least try. Okay. Now, I hope you're better at throwing a T-shirt than you are at Mario Kart. Hold up, Abe. On the Switch. Hold up, Abe. I spent pretty much the majority of my weekend waiting for this dude to pick up one dub. He finally did. I got one. He got one. Wait, are y'all in some kind of league or something? No, nah, he's streaming, streaming on YouTube for the first time. I, 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 Wait, I, you were streaming yourself playing Mario Kart and you were losing? I wasn't losing. Now, I did well, have a couple of bad winning. races. Okay, I had one first place finish, but I had a lot of top fives. I had a lot of top fours. Were you racing other humans? Yeah, I was racing online. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah. And I was doing worldwide too, so I was playing everybody. Let me let me tell you from watching you play, CCs? those overseas people are tough now. Oh, yeah. Now we talked about that with my, my yeah. affinity for Wii racing. I'll tell you this: I have not raced on the Switch. I don't necessarily know how much more difficult maybe the controls are versus the Nintendo Wii. Wii is easier. You are terrible at that game. Come on, bro. I'm not terrible. Do not yeah, put you that are. false narrative. Go to my YouTube, Dylan Matthews, one T and Matthews, by the way, D Y L A N. Go to my YouTube. At the end, I was on fire. Bro, I, throughout, really, I had a, I had a lot of good finishes. Here's I had thing. multiple top fives, multiple Here's the top thing. fours. Had a couple of top twos. I won a race. You won one. Yes, you did. I was in the top you, six way more you than have, I was in the bottom six. Maybe on day two because not day one. Okay, day, I'm, yeah, day, day two, <laughs> I was way better. Whole day of warm-ups. Day two, I was way better. Um, You take a terrible line on these tracks, and, and not every track was I familiar with. The ones that I had seen, especially the ones that were the same as the Wii track, you take terrible lines, and just that, awful, and that's lines. how it improved day two. Because My day good, two, learn the tracks, bro, and, and, and that's what happened day two. Day two, I came way more familiar. I took way more shortcuts. Day two, you got to go watch the beginning and, and day two. And your day turns, two was a lot your better. Your turning is terrible. By the way, Chris Thomas, was this, is, this was going on Friday. Actually, I had it up on on my phone in here on Friday, and Chris Thomas said, "Ain't none of y'all seeing him on any version of Mario Kart." By the way. I Chris Thomas said he will Chris. take all I of you. Chris, I will dust you, bro. Well, you will not. I saw what you can do, and pathetic. Hey, I guarantee you, I'm better. I'm better than Chris on the Nintendo Wii. I will stand on the Nintendo Wii. I he will said not talk on about the GameCube and the I will 64. Not, yeah, fine. You're not seeing it. I'm, I will oh, hand off those. I'm not good at. Those. I will hand off. All I'm saying is, there's no one here at 92.9 that could beat me in it at Mario Kart on the Wii. I could specifically. How many secrets did I have to give you the other day that you didn't even know about? But now well, I that wasn't one. on the Wii. That was no, the Switch. you haven't perfected. No, he them. gave me. He gave me Wii secrets. He he thought he could beat me on the Wii, and I'm like rolling down like general obvious maneuvers. He's like, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. I'm like, bro, if but, you don't know those two things, you are not seeing. But me. now I have. Talking about like dragging a shell behind you and stuff like that. Is nah, that what we're talking not about those. those kind of secrets? What, what nah, he got. About? He got. I'm he here. thinks. He thinks there were general knowledge. I guarantee you, these were in the weeds. Like you got to YouTube these secrets to know these secrets. Like you can keep your speed even if you spin out after a banana by shaking your controller. Like there's a couple things. Like it's not anything. Is this only on a Wii you can do these? Yeah, because yeah. the Wii had a different they had the, yeah. the shake system. Because I play Mario Kart on the Switch. 
every week, but I play with a ten year old. You should wait. Time out, bro. It you looked gotta, like you got to play with me, bro. If he I'm plays, down. if he plays every week, Dylan, you don't want him racing you. No, you I do want. I do want Bowen. I can learn from him. I'm willing to learn. I have, two bro. Switches. You have to be close enough to see what he's doing to learn. I, I, I got a you dub, this. Abe. Who I got it? a dub. Who is it? Day one that you're hey, like, dub. this guy's way oh, up we ahead. Ma- we master B. And, and and you're like, I got I got to learn your tricks. I'm like, bro, you ain't even close enough to see the line he's taking to learn. Like you can't even follow. I him. beat We Master B in a couple of races. Though. Obviously, when I got first, and I beat bro, him in another one too. You need to get. You need to go, Abe. I'm telling you, day two like, I got way better. You you need to just stream yourself offline. Like like doing like, oh, like just time trials, time, personal oh, time evaluations. Trials. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you need to race film. your own ghost and see. I I don't think you realize how bad your lines are. You can do I that. Tell, Abe, yeah, at least in the Wii, you could. Oh. Abe, go watch day two. I promise you. I I, I watched an I, hour of it, I, and I made took and you, and you saw the dub. The, the, I did see the dub, and and let's and hold on. Let's you got in first place, and you did not relinquish it. There you go. And I got in first place. Which I could, lap? By the way, which lap did I get in first place? Midway through the first one, I guess. I don't know. Thank you. I could I not believe he didn't fall out because I've seen you in second and third, and, I folded. and then like you finished tenth, <laughs> yeah, ninth. I, I could not believe you didn't get caught. I was so happy and so proud of you. Thank you. You're still terrible at that game. No, Christian had a really good idea though, guys. He said at some point or another, we all need to get together one weekend, somebody's house, somebody's apartment. And just break out as many gaming systems as possible and play as many of the Mario's as we possibly can. We should. Make it I'm happen. Uh, what else is coming on? I know you guys talked about your expectations for the Braves tonight. I'm sure Dylan will blab about how great he is at, at, at streaming. That's still to be determined. Hey, if Dylan wants to brag about how great he is at streaming, he's going to be allowed that platform. <laughs> what what else know? is going on the show tonight? So something that might be right up your alley, Abe, you'll have to stay tuned. The indoor track it. and field titles? We are, no. Oh. We are uh, we are both going to unveil. So Dylan is a millennial. I am a Gen Xer. If I had to guess, I'm probably 15 years older than Dylan. We are going to unveil for the public our top five movies of all time. I'm so excited each. for this. I, I would almost put money that there's zero crossover, but I think there could. There's a small chance that there could be. So it's I gonna think be we might have one. And then uh, Falcons quarterback situation. Until they sign a guy, we're going to keep talking about it. So that's definitely going to come up once or twice. They might trade for a guy. Or, or, or trade or for draft a guy. Until there's a resolution. Sounds like you've limited, yeah. narrowed it down to Kirk, no, Russ, and Baker. You know, I was trying to keep my sentences I short. I'm kidding. Gordon and Terry Fontenot and Raheem Morris, all avenues are still on the table. All right. Am I correct in assuming, final thing here, that at some point there will be discussion of Sting's last match as well? Uh, there will. Okay. I kind of teased it. Very it. Briefly. I you, teased it for 20 dare minutes, you apparently. you not the name of He called him old as hell, bro. bro. It's like Fricky out I there heard. taking bumps. No, it's not. No, but like age-wise it is. Yeah, but that's why age is just dumb. Age it's is the most ridiculous human-invented concept ever. All right, that's going to do it. I will be back with you guys tomorrow night, 7 to 10, 92.9 the game tonight. Until then... Bo and Dylan have you from 6 to 9 here on Sports Radio. 92 9 the game and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.